Hey, uh, welcome back to a, another video. I mean, voice, another podcast. I'm so used to doing YouTube videos and being from doing YouTube. Um, I wasn't going to do... Well, I wanted to lend it with part three. I really did. But then this morning, um, we I got done some reading about Novak... Novak Djokovic not coming to Australia because uh, he doesn't want to be—he doesn't want to disclose his vaccination, or he doesn't want to be vaccinated. From what I understand, Novak has caught COVID and survived COVID and has natural immunity from COVID, which tends to be more robust than the 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 jabity jab jab, right? The left hook jab. So whereas I was reading a report from Israel where they're going into have a third booster um, and it said something like um, the efficacy wore off to 35% after only a few months so that's why they're going to go up to three shots because apparently the efficacy goes up to 75% which is retarded. Um, that's like why would you jab something into your arm three times if it's not going to be effective um, especially only like 35% and 75% so the point the point is oh this one um, we the I was like this this lady had a whinge about um, oh well that's you know that's what we have to do and them's the rules and rah 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 and I said to her that she's part of the problem because it's freedom of choice and no one should pay. basically what I'm hitting at is no one should be forced to do it and I've always said this from the start people who are immune compromised people that have underlying health conditions uh, that are overweight or obese maybe should consider having it and probably should have it um, and to, to help lower the risk of the the severity of the virus. Now we know that people with underlying conditions and and uh, comorbidities and immune compromised situations, they are still very much a high risk patient uh, and are likely to die because their body is too weak. Okay, and that's that's nature. All right, that's nature. Um, it's sad that people are immune compromised. And this lady's immune compromised and her her rebuttal was i'm vaccinated because i don't want to play russian roulette with my health now my rebuttal to that my 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 recourse was okay you just said you don't play russian roulette with your health but you've just put a vaccine in your body it's a new technology mrna is not is not um you know it hasn't been around a long time it's very new it, this is the first one um and it hasn't gone through all the rigorous testing and trials it, it, there's flawed data um that's um that many um workers from the um facilities that were working at the the facilities for the trials saying that you know these things the, the data isn't and there was you know um, the, the, the patients were compromised and stuff like that um, so this woman is is essentially telling me she doesn't play Russian roulette with her health because she's immune compromised yet 
she managed to inject inject a a vaccine that is not fully tested that was only approved under emergency use only and is expected to probably have four doses of said vaccine to try and help her prevent catching COVID when we know that that's not true. Um, we know that we know that the facts are you can still catch and spread COVID vaccinated or not. <clears throat> Some data suggests that you're more likely to carry more viral loads being vaccinated as opposed to unvaccinated. Uh, the data also shows that you have a more robust immune response if you aren't vaccinated and you've been naturally immune to the disease or virus okay that's what it is it's a virus okay it'll come it'll go you'll either get really sick or you won't it's it's pretty simple stuff um i can't i can't make it any more basic than that because as much as we know about it or as much as some people don't know about it it is it is 99.7% in 99.7% survival rate. Okay, that's huge. Um, that's massive. Okay, yeah, okay. If you catch it and you have it severely, that's probably because you have underlying health conditions or you have a compromised immune system and you may end up suffering some long term effects from that. Okay. Um, so that's, but that's part of the dealio of, of the human body, you know. Um, what I don't understand is that this woman has a problem with Novak, Novak not having the, the vaccine to come here to play or choosing not to, um, to protect her. So her problem is because she's not having it, it's not protecting her. I said this in yesterday's podcast. Not one time in society have I ever read or seen that 80% of the population has come to a standstill to protect the 80% from, from severe sickness or death. Um, I, don't, I don't understand that at all. I don't understand that. Um, if you're immune compromised, um, if you feel like you need to have the vaccine, then you should have it. It should be a choice. It should always be a choice. Um, but if you're a healthy adult, especially an elite athlete like Novak, who trains regularly, like every day, um, and that's not just not tennis. He runs. He, he does he does strength training. He does various other uh, various things every day to stay in peak condition to be the best tennis player in the world. You know, um, him. Him not risking his own health at the at the expense of someone else to protect someone else is not selfish. Um, that's smart. It's intelligent. Um, I don't. I, I can't. I can't reiterate how smart that is. Um, so, for me, uh, that's that's basically it in a nutshell. I, I don't understand how this woman can say that she doesn't play Russian roulette with her with her health and yet she went and injected a, 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 a vaccine that was created in less than six months um, so at the expense of the government 
and taxpayers because and the propaganda. Uh, I don't I don't understand it. I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't I can't I can't fathom how people buy this shit. Um, okay, yeah, she's been compromised. That's fair enough. Um, and I and I can sympathise with that, and I can understand that she would want to have the vaccine to keep herself protected. But like I said, the data shows whether you're vaccinated or not, you can still get the virus. You can still have severe symptoms. You can even die from it still. If you are immune compromised, and if you are have underlying health conditions, the other day we touched on it, it was like 78% of the severe cases in the US were 78% were overweight or obese categorized. That is huge. Now, I had another lady tell me yesterday that um, cardiovascular, you can't, you can't compare it to cardiovascular disease because cardiovascular disease is not the same and it's not catchable, it's not transmissible. Well, I'm telling you now, if you, if you solved the cardiovascular disease problem, all right, if you mitigated the risk of cardiovascular disease by promoting healthier living, healthier exercise, routines um, more functional exercise programs for people um, promoted healthier happier lifestyles for people uh, you know I'm in the middle of reading a Simon Sinek book and uh, it's leaders eat last and we um, to a chapter where we talk about how how he, he talks about how a lot of stress for people comes from the fact that they don't do something that they enjoy so people go so people think oh, I come out of school and they become an accountant and then five to ten years down the track they end up hating that job um, and it's not what they thought it would be when they were leaving year 12 or university and they just stay in that job because it it's safe it's to pay the mortgage it's to put food on the table and all that but they do that at the detriment of their own stress and if you don't understand the chemicals that stress re release uh, i suggest you go and research it up and have a bit of a gaze um, stress can can kill you uh, i had my own battle about three and a half weeks four weeks ago with a stress attack okay i actually thought i was getting covid um, I was standing at the kitchen bench. I got up in the morning. Uh, it was a Thursday morning. I got up at Thursday like I always do. Uh, I got up at half past six and I got ready to come to the studio where I am now to train my 7am client. Uh, and I got here. I was fine. I'd had a cup of coffee. I was, I was up and about. I was in a great mood. I was happy. Um, I trained that individual, we did our session, I went home, and when I got home, I was standing in the kitchen, and I was shivering my fucking ass off, and it wasn't even cold, okay, this is in, in, you know, in November, when the weather is getting warmer, like, today is really warm, so I was shivering uncontrollably, I felt like I was in a German winter and I was naked. My daughter even said to me, what's wrong with you, Dad? And I said, I don't know. I'm just, I can't get, I just feel really cold. My body is shaking and having a spasm. Um, so I put my big, thick jacket on, uh, the one I wear in winter, to the soccer mornings here in Tasmania. 
and I just, I couldn't get warm. I couldn't. My wife said, do you want me to go to work? I said, yeah, you, it should be okay. I'll just um, sit here and try and get warm. So I got that. I had a blanket on me. Uh, I finally stopped shivering, but I was still like, it was just slight shivers. Uh, I put a movie on for my son. I took my youngest daughter, who is 18 months, with me to the bedroom, and I turned the electric blanket on. In November, I turned the electric blanket on at 9 a.m., Okay, and I crawled into bed with track pants and a t-shirt on and I had the electric blanket on four and I slept for an hour and I finally woke up and I wasn't shivering anymore uh, but my whole body was in a absolute state and no, I haven't had the vaccine. It's not vaccine related. It's not COVID related. It was fully stressed and I'll get to the point in a second. Um, to how I know it's stress and how I knew it was. One, because I wasn't sick over the weekend, okay, that weekend, because it happened on Thursday um, and I ended up getting conjunctivitis because I went to my 18-month-old baby to the bedroom with me and we slept for two hours. I slept for an hour, I got up, I checked my son, my legs were really heavy, I um, put another movie on for my son and then crawled back into bed and slept for another hour uh, I was really tired, I was really fatigued for the entire day, um, I felt like I was coming down with a flu, um, you know, and it was really bad, but then, but I didn't have any, like, any other symptoms, it was just, I felt really fatigued, um, just physically fatigued, so I decided to just, you know, float around between the lounge room and the bedroom and sort of just lay in and out of bed and just sort of rest for the day. Um, and then I woke up on the Friday and my face and inside my nose and inside the roof of my mouth there were cold sores like you would not believe. And then I knew it was stress related. So stress can be intense if we don't get what we need and we do the things that we enjoy. Now, I... I know what the stress was caused from and we've mitigated that and we've, we've actually, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're on good stead now. But the thing is, I'm, I'm going to start needing to do the things that I enjoy, like fishing. You know, when I'm not working, I'm going to need to start going fishing more. I'm going to have to start playing golf again because um, these are the things that I enjoy doing. These are the things that make me feel happy. These are the things that make me feel, feel good. You know, I, I come to work uh, in my business and I love what I do in my business. I love helping the people that I help. But I've also got to remember that, um, you know, I've got to, t it, it, it's all good to help take care of other people and help them achieve their goals with their health and their fitness and their, 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 um, their bodies and their minds. But I've also got to take time out for my own, my own physical and mental release. So, um, you know, going to the gym is just not cutting it at the moment. Well, you know, for me mentally. So I'm going to have to start getting back into the things that I enjoy. Like I said, golf, fishing, um, riding the bike. Um, you know, those sorts of things that are that help me that help me re release the good hormones and good endorphins, like you know, um, dopamine and and all those good ones. So, because stress releases the bad ones. Therefore, 
um, which creates sickness and, and, and makes us feel like shit. And so the point of this is that if, if which, which, which leads to the fact that stress is a leading cause of CVD. Therefore, if we can eliminate, it's not, it's not the main cause, it's a leading cause, but it, there's lots of causes. But if we can find a way forward from this, this whole shit show of 2019, basically the end of 2019 to 2022, if we can get through this shit show with one thing in mind, that is that lockdowns didn't work, it just made people more stressed. Sitting in long queues for eight hours waiting to be tested for a sickness we don't have doesn't work. Okay, the vaccine doesn't work, it's not helping. I mean, it may help in some cases, but it's not helping overall. People are still catching it and passing it on. Um, I said this to another person that, you know, I wouldn't, I would feel just as bad, if not worse, if I had been vaccinated and I still caught the virus and gave it to my pop and then, you know, lost my pop. Um, I, I would think I would, I would kick myself every day because I was being told to do something that was to help someone else and then in the end it didn't work. So. Um, you know, you've got to you've got to put everything into perspective. So, stress can lead to more sickness. Hence, probably why a lot of people are sick um, at the moment, mentally and probably physically, because they they run down and their bodies they haven't found a way to release that stress. Um, that'll go a long way towards creating less cardiovascular disease helping people realize that it's okay to quit a job they fucking hate, to find something that they love. And that doesn't mean you have to do it straight away. You can take your time to do it. Just know that you've got to do it. Um, I've got a friend at the moment and he's, he's got a job and he fucking hates it. And, and uh, I'm telling him, man, figure out what you want to do. Figure out what you want to do now and then start working on that. And then slowly, slowly let the new, new thing take over. Um, you, you don't want to be in, in the same position because he's already been down that road once. He doesn't need to be in that road again. Um, so that's, that's, the, that's the podcast. The podcast is that I don't understand how people are judging people for not being vaccinated when they're already vaccinated to protect themselves. You know, we individually, individually we, we should look after ourselves, you know. Individually we... We are responsible. We, I am not. I can't be responsible for what you know, miss that bloke down the road's doing. I can't be responsible for his health. If he wants to smoke, you know, three packets of cigarettes a week and drink ten liters of coke and play video games, that's that's on him. That's not on me. I don't understand the mentality behind all this shit. That's what I what I'm really frustrated about is that. I don't understand the mentality behind the whole, you need to get vaccinated to protect that person. Fuck man, that person needs to fucking protect themselves first. And then they won't be a risk. I do everything I, I, do everything I can to make sure I'm in, in, uh, that I'm strong, physically and mentally. I do everything that I can 
to find ways to make sure that I continue to, to, to get those, those stresses out of my life. You know, I don't smoke, I don't drink very often, I don't eat a lot of takeaway, um, I, I, I'm, I have a very balanced lifestyle. Uh, I'm not going to say I don't eat takeaway because I do, but I don't eat it all the time. I don't just go, oh, I'm going to go to Macca's today and then tomorrow and then the next day. I don't go to Macca's for every lunch. I don't go to Macca's if, every time after work and go there on the way home. I don't, I don't do that. I eat veggies like four nights a week. Uh, so I don't understand this whole, oh, I need to protect you because of your healthy, unhealthy decisions. Like I said, if, if old Joe Blow down the road wants to smoke three packets of cigarettes, um, drink 10 litres of Coke and play video games all day in his mum's basement and be overweight and have diabetes and then have arthritis when he's in his 40s and then have heart problems before he's even 40, that's on him. That's not on anyone else. Like... At some point, we have to start realizing that individual responsibility has to be taken into account. And then it has to be, accountability has to be accounted for. Well, I can't be, you can't be, I can't be. Seven billion people can't be accountable for each other when, let's say, four and a half billion of them aren't accountable to themselves. Right? It's less than that because only 10% of the population exercises on a regular basis. Only 10% of the population exercises on a regular basis. It's been like that for 30, 40 years. 10%. It hasn't risen. It hasn't fallen. It's 10% of the population take care of themselves in a physically active way. We need to make a, we need to find a way to get that to 25 to 30 we need to get that to 40 man hell would it be good if it was 50 50 percent were accountable to themselves and they looked after themselves and they joined a gym program or they joined a, a free community-based event where every week they're, they're training they're doing strength training and they're being encouraged and they're being motivated you know, wouldn't that be friggin' amazing to see more people taking care of themselves first before having to rely on other people to take care of themselves and then inject themselves with a with a with a vaccine all the time? I get vaccines. I'm not against them. What I'm against is this whole "you've got to take one because it's going to protect me." Well, when the evidence is fucking clear as crystal. You still get it, you still transmit it, you can still get fucking sick from it, and you can still end up in ICU, you can still end up in a fucking casket, all right? There is no logic to it at all. I don't understand how people don't understand there is no logic to it at all, all right? I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a virologist, I'm not an immunologist. What I am is someone who reads a lot, takes into consideration both sides of the story and I watch and learn from other people that are more qualified than me speaking and talking okay there's a Dr. John Campbell on YouTube he's really good he's pro-vax it's probably the only downfall but he's really good he's really clear he's really concise with the information that he delivers okay Omicron is a cold okay the symptoms are on the NyQuil bottle okay 
the symptoms for Omicron are exactly the same as what's on the NyQuil bottle for a fucking cold. I don't understand how people don't get this. Anyway, that is my podcast for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I haven't got very many viewers, but one day, if I keep at it, I'll, I'll build a, I'll build a listening, a listenership or a, um, you know, uh, an audience. And uh, you know, we can, we can try and work on getting some people on and, and all those sorts of cool things. Um, I know there's many people out there um, doing podcasts and uh, and YouTube videos that are on the same wave as me. Um, you know, shout out to Andrew Bogart. He he's a jet. Uh, he's he's a free thinker and he and he's and he's over the garbage too. Uh, Gerard, the senator, Queensland senator. He's uh, he's doing great things. Um, there are some politicians that are on our side. So we just got to keep fighting it and keep pushing back. Um, and Australia, we're going to go to a federal election in 2022. So let's kick this government out.